In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis and today we are going to continue to explore the topic of women in business. And the focus today is on entrepreneurship. And we're going to continue to focus on women in leadership over the next couple of weeks with interviews with various women in business and women who have had successful careers and fought their way up the leadership ladder. Now, if you're a returning guest, welcome back and thank you. But if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain to you what this show is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about helping you become aware of the best leadership practices, leadership trends, and thoughts around leadership. But we also talk about business issues, business issues that leaders need to be aware of in order to lead their businesses successfully in today's global marketplace. We cover a lot of subjects, subjects from data privacy to trust and leadership, and we have talked about a lot of trends and listened to a lot of advice, so listen to our past episodes. We also celebrate events, such as in February, we celebrated Black History Month with an interview with Dr. Max Hilaire, who is a Fulbright scholar, humanitarian, lawyer, and consultant to many countries in the United Nations. So listen to that episode. You can listen to all these interviews on Voice America Business Channel under Leadership Beyond Borders. You can also download us, listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, and listen to our great stories. You can also reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com if you're interested in being a guest the show contact me we do have a worldwide audience if you have a compelling business story if you're a leadership expert or you're passionate about something in business reach out to me or you can go to my website leadershipbeyondborders.net if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one if you're in a business owner regardless if your business is local or international make sure you join us each week and we'll make sure that you take away something useful either for your business or yourself So now on to today's episode. In 2016, an estimated 163 million women were starting or running new businesses in 74 economies around the world. In addition, an estimated 111 million were running established businesses. Now, these statistics are very impressive, especially if you consider from 2015 to 2017 across 51 economies that participated in this GEM survey, women's entrepreneurship rates increased by 10% compared to 5% for men. And this is despite the fact that women are constantly faced with challenges and stereotypes. Do you remember that TV show, Silicon Valley, which was about entrepreneurship and startups? Well, if you remember that show, all the main characters were men. But today, despite these kinds of challenges, women are starting businesses. And interesting enough, the ages of the women's starting businesses vary from new young mothers who want to have a flexible work-life balance to experienced women who start second-wave careers after accomplishing a long, successful career. But even as more women begin to start business, there is still a distinct gap between men and women in their perceived capabilities to start a business. The bottom line is women very often lack confidence. Sometimes it's because we're brought up a different way. Sometimes it's because the statistics are against us. Sometimes it's because we're faced with stereotypes such as the ones on the TV show Silicon Valley. And sometimes it's just that the challenges seem so surmountable that it does not seem worth the effort. The media biases us also. But the good news is that there are studies that show women are likely, more likely than men to introduce products and services that are new to customers and not generally offered by competitors. Though the gap between women and women's perceptions of opportunities and entrepreneurship intentions is narrowing, we still need role models. And that's what we're going to talk. We're going to talk to a role model today. We're going to talk to a woman who has worked herself to the top of local media while balancing her private life and her family. 
someone who knew what it was like to grow up in a generation that said girls should not do that, but made her own way as an entrepreneur. And I'm very happy to introduce her and have her as a guest because she's also been a mentor to me in the radio business. Our guest today is Patricia Raskin, host of The Patricia Raskin Show. The Patricia Raskin Show is a nationally recognized multimedia radio talk show, and a, she is also a podcast coach and an award-winning producer, speaker, and author. She is recognized by her peers and listeners as the powerhouse voice behind lifestyle, health, and wellness, and also inspirational and personal growth talk radio a positive media pioneer for over 35 years. Patricia has been hosting and producing media programs and serving as a catalyst for creating positive change through programs that focus on the positive side of life. Patricia helps listeners turn their obstacles into opportunities and challenges into solutions, and she helps them make their dreams come through true through her renowned interviews with the best of the best motivational, spiritual, health, and self-improvement experts. Over the past 35 years, Patricia has interviewed nearly 3,000 guests on her Patricia Raskin show and television show and radio show, and her programs have aired on Fox, PBS, NPR affiliates, and many more. Patricia has also authored two books, Success, Your Dream, and You, and Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. In addition to writing nearly 800 newspaper columns and producing and hosting over 500 telephone, television shows and documentaries, Patricia produces radio shows on the air, online, and demand podcasts, and she was the first to create positive radio programs on the internet. She also recently launched an initiative with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island on positive aging, helping people learn how to live positive lives as they enter their golden years. She has been a major influence to me, a mentor to me, and therefore I'm really happy that she has found the time to be on Leadership Beyond Borders so we can learn from her. Welcome, Patricia. Thanks so much, Kimberly. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's, it's so great. I to just want to I just want to add one thing to the bio, which was unbelievable and amazing. Um, I have two radio shows currently on the air. One is on Voice America, which is in its 15th year. So I was one of the pioneers on, on Internet on Voice America, and I'm still there. And I've had you on my show. <laughs> and then I have a show on WPRO in the Providence, Rhode Island area, which is um, broadcast radio. It's Cumulus Broadcast, and that's in the 11th year on the air. That's what I'm doing currently with my two radio shows. So I just wanted to share what I'm doing right now in, in the present. Oh, so great. thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, you, you talk about 11 years and 15 years, and you've been an entrepreneur most of your life, but you grew up in a generation that really didn't encourage entrepreneurship around women. How, how was that for you? How did you break out of that? Yeah, uh, I would say not easily, and I would say it's still not easy. Um, I was trained as a teacher, so I was in the school systems for a good 13 years. And I really didn't go on my own. I mean, I went on my own um, maybe about 20 years ago, but I really didn't become a full-fledged entrepreneur totally on my own completely um, till about 11 years ago when I relocated back here because whenever I did my radio programs – or my television programs, I never really had to worry too much about the income from those because I had other sources of income, whether I was in, in a relationship or whether I was, you know, planning an event or, or writing or leading seminars or consulting. It didn't have to come from that. But when I decided that I wanted to do solely radio and move back here, now I had to pay for airtime. And that threw me into a totally different realm of becoming an entrepreneur as a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was, and it still is. It, it's, um, I think what the challenging part for me is not so much the, the boomer part it's the up and down of the income. It's you can't always rely. You have clients and you do well and then a client leaves and then mm-hmm. you get another client 
And that up and down, I always call myself an uncomfortable entrepreneur because even though I'm, I'm very much of a risk taker in terms of my work and my calling is important, the financial piece, that up and down, is not comfortable for me. And I've learned how to live with it. But mm-hmm. I have to say, um, and I think part of it, as you alluded to in the beginning, is generational because in the family I grew up in, you didn't gamble with, with income and with money and with entrepreneur. And I didn't even know what that word meant. I mean, my mother was a school teacher. My father was a, was a professional man. And, you know, we, I was trained to become a teacher and get married and be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to become, you know, an entrepreneur later – um, has has been a challenge. I love the work, and I wouldn't trade it. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to say, I did. I didn't have entrepreneurial skills. Mm-hmm. I just said, this is what I've got to do, and I found a way to do it older and later in life. Mm-hmm. How how about the decision making process? How, how did you go about making that decision to 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 kind of take that plunge and and take that risk? Mm-hmm. That's another good story. Well, when I moved back here, I'm originally from Connecticut, but Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New England. And when I originally moved back here, I knew when I came was relocating that I was starting over. And when I first heard before I moved back from the South, when I first heard that I'd have to pay for airtime, I said, no, I said to the station, I can't do it. And about two weeks after that, something said to me, no, you have to do this. And to be very honest, I'm really not sure that I knew. I, I didn't really know. I mean, I had, I had some of my own funds. I had some, own per, I had some personal resources. So I knew that I could start with that. And that's what I used. Mm-hmm. I used my own personal resources. Um, and I just, I just got up here. And I, I mean, I tried to get a couple of jobs and they really didn't pan out. And then I just went full force, networked, met people, found my own sponsors, marketed my own show, and just kept going. Mm-hmm. And and you said that you you were trained as a school teacher, so so that that's a big step because now you had to become a business person. You had to actually mm-hmm. try to understand how you're doing a P and L and how you're going to get make money with this. Um, how did you do that? Was it learning by I found doing? Out. Okay. I found help. No, no, mm-hmm. no. I, I mean, when it comes to that stuff, I've had a bookkeeper from the very beginning. Once I became, once I went on my own and I really had to, you know, handle all my own books on my own and I was not in a relationship, I was out of my marriage, I found help. Mm-hmm. And, and since coming back here, I've had a bookkeeper ever since. And mm-hmm. very, very important for me. Pays mm-hmm. the bills, lets me know what's going on. Everything is on QuickBooks. Everything is analyzed. We look at the monthly statements. I mean, it's vi- that's very important to me because mm-hmm. that's my that really makes me feel secure. Mm-hmm. And do you set yourself so so now that you have a bookkeeper to support yourself? Still diving into that entrepreneurship is very difficult because now you not only have to do the work, but you also have to be a salesperson at the same yeah, time. The time. All the time. Constantly. So, yeah. So was that, was that luckily? Well, luckily, the work is easy for me because mm-hmm. it's just comes very naturally to me. I, I just doing the work, interviewing, putting things together. I mean, I rehearse and practice, but I've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. It's it's this constant reaching out and figuring out, OK, who can I talk to here and what project can I get there? And I mean, it's working, but it's you always, you know, it's always. And, and, and I actually really like that. I mean, I enjoy I enjoy it. It's it's really I think the hard part for me is the financial piece. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying, okay, well, I'm really great and I've got this big client, but I'm going to need another one. Now, I'm good until. And, and that, that, I think, in some ways pulls away from the joy. I have to be mm-hmm. honest about this. Yeah. But, but there comes a point which that all straightens itself out. And then, in my opinion, it straightens out and then you, you learn how to work around it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I Patricia, what's going yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, we're going to take a, a short break, and when we come back, I want to I want to stay and talk about 
your, your, your media business and, and your entrepreneurship because you've taken your radio shows and you've made um, other businesses out of them also. And I'd like to hear a little bit about that. And I'm sure our listeners are going to like to hear about that. But we're going to take a break. And for our listeners, we're talking to Patricia Raskin. And she is the radio um, hostess of Patricia Raskin's show on Voice America Business. And she is also an author, columnist, speaker, and a catalyst, an advocate for positive change in personal and business settings. And if you want to reach out to Patricia, you can go to her website at patriciaraskin.com. She can be reached at patricia at patriciaraskin.com. She can be reached on Facebook under Raskin Resources and on Twitter at Patricia.Raskin. And I am your host, Kimberly Lewis, CEO and leadership business expert. And you can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or my website at www.leadershipbeyondborders.net. And with that, we'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Skilled migrants throughout the world can face a variety of challenges. Many times they settle for jobs that are below their skill level because their education and qualifications are not recognized. Do we need local experience in a global world? Join host Alma Besserton for the Global Workplace. We'll explore the issues being faced by migrants as well as showcase diversity and recognize the leadership and inclusion roles of some of today's top global organizations. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's Business Channel. I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, and today we're talking with Patricia Raskin, the host of the Patricia Raskin Show, and she's also an author, columnist, speaker, and a catalyst and advocate for positive change in both personal and business settings. Now, before the break, Patricia, we talked a little bit about your story, and um, you really overcame a lot of challenges. Now, wasn't that a little bit scary when you were yeah. when making the move? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. When I give talks, I often talk about, you know, people, who, you, you know, the, the seminars where you walk on the coals, you walk on the fire, right? Mm-hmm. And Tony Robbins does those seminars. And I often say, you know, we all have our own fire walk. You don't have to walk on those coals because I did that fire walk. I mean, to me, to have to risk money and worry about it was it was so embedded in my background that that. You just don't do if you do that and you risk and you fail your failure and to overcome that and just keep going. 
I mean, it was the biggest fear that I had because on the other side of that is, oh, my God, you'll be a bad lady on the street. I mean, that's very extreme. We know that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like walking on fire. You're going to get burned and you'll have four degree burns. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the that's the extreme. But that's what that was the fear. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know what? Uh, it's you, that's ridiculous. And you're just going to keep going. But I think once you face that, once you face your greatest fear and you get through it and you get over it, that, I think, is when you really become empowered. It's not easy. It's not easy, but that is, you know, I think that's when it really, because. You know, it's it's like it's you have, it's that we have, we as women and when we're trying to to go out there and become entrepreneurs, we have a lot of challenges and 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 part of those challenges are what you're what I'm hearing you say are in your own head, okay? They have, clearly there are ch- external challenges, but a lot of them are really those thoughts running around in your head. Is that what you experienced? Yes, I think that's true, but it it does get backed up by numbers. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Right? You know, yeah, yeah. you're watching the checking account go down as you're giving more money in and you know, you're waiting for the client to pay you. So I mean, there <laughs> there it is backed up by fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's when you have to be able to say, "Okay, now let's look at this." You got to put that's where the bookkeepers help me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, we'll look at it and even though, you know, there are times that have been leaner, We'll look at that, and somehow we figure it out. And and it, 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 you know what? It was really funny. My bookkeeper said something to me, and I thought it was brilliant. She said, "You know what?" She said, "It's working." She said, "It may not be working comfortably for you, but it's mm-hmm. working." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was. I went, "Wow, <laughs> that's great." You so know, what, yeah, it was really great. Go ahead. Yeah, what was your first endeavor? So what, what, which, which way, how did you get into media? So, you know, there's so many so, different ways yeah, that you can yeah. go. So how did you do I that? Was, I was in my 30s, and I was a teacher and counselor. My daughter was really little. And I was in Massachusetts, and I was taking a walk one day, and someone said to me, did you hear that cable television is coming into the community and you can have your own TV show? I said, really? It was the very first days of cable TV. I've always been ahead. I've always been at the beginning of everything. So which makes it great and makes it hard. So I said, really? So I thought, you know what? Wouldn't that be interesting? Just in my brain. I was teaching. I was doing stuff. And I was a child prodigy singer. So I had been performing. I knew what it was to be in front of people. So I called mm-hmm. the station. I'll never forget it. And I said, you know, I have this idea. I think it would be a great TV show to do something on positive people, people who are making a difference. And she said, I love that idea. Come on down and do the show. And I said, what? And that was the beginning. <laughs> wow. That was the beginning. Wow. Started on cable TV as just kind of a, a hobby. And then it led to more cable TV and more cable TV, and I moved to the South. And that's when I got on to Fox affiliates and did some documentaries for PBS affiliates and some freelance work for PBS, uh, for NPR. And then when I came back up here, that's when I got onto broadcast radio, but had to pay for airtime. But I had all that experience behind me by the time I got here. Mm-hmm. Did so. you did you find it difficult to break in? I mean, media media is a very competitive business. Okay? Um, uh, no, no, because remember everything that I was doing when I—that's a very good question. When I was in the South, when I was in North Carolina, you know, when I was on Fox affiliates, I always went into a station and said, "This is what I think we need to do," and they believed me and they loved my ideas, so they gave me shows. It mm-hmm. would be like a public affairs show. So, and they weren't on, you know, they were on affiliates, but they weren't on major stations. But I was able to get in because of my idea, and I brought in great people and my talent. But I didn't have to pay for the time, so mm-hmm. it wasn't as hard there, as as I think it might have been here then. But then I came back here, and you know, then then it was different. But there, uh, as I said, it was public affairs. And then when I did my radio show in the town I lived in, they gave me the radio show, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't pay for it and I didn't get paid, mm-hmm. but it was wonderful practice and experience. I was doing other things. I was event planning. I was helping um, my ex and his business. So I was doing a lot of other things, but I had this show, which I loved. Mm-hmm. So basically it sounds like you use you, this show really helped you form a platform out there that you could then do you know bring do other businesses so well I I think that's a good question and I think maybe to narrow it down let's look at what my vision is Mm 
Mm-hmm. Because if we look at what my vision is, then everything else comes off of that. Mm-hmm. Because you can have many different forms of the same thing. So my vision is to help people turn problems into solutions through my media work and seminars and workshops and anything in which I'm a facilitator and a pollinator and a catalyst. So mm-hmm. how does that translate? Radio shows, podcasts. I'm getting other people's messages out. I'm giving talks with the same message. I'm get, having other people do seminars. I'm, I'm out there. I'm planning events. So I'm constantly getting this message out either through my voice or other experts' voices. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And so that, that is your vision, helping people make that positive change or take problems and make them into exactly. solutions. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Give people hope. Is there any? Is there any? Is there any one platform that you like better than the other? Do you like the radio? Are you doing TV? The events? When you're doing this, is there anything that you favor? I, I love. I love radio. I love it, and I love speaking. Mm-hmm. Love speaking. Mm-hmm. It's very. Um, but radio, I'm like another person. It's so interesting. I, I'm. I just totally empowered. Totally. Any doubts? Any go, totally goes away. I'm in another zone. I'm. I, it's just another. And it's it's like acting, I guess. You just mm-hmm. you become. I'm strong, and I'm strong about what I say, and it's I don't second guess myself. It's it's very different. In fact, people who know me now, this is not so much now, but maybe five ten years ago, people who knew me would say they didn't recognize me because I'm so strong on radio, and when you know me, I'm not the life of the party. I'm more mm-hmm. introverted. I'm much mm-hmm. more of a, a much more of an observer, mm-hmm. so um, you know it, it's it's very interesting. I'm not mm-hmm. as much that way now. I'm a little more outgoing in person, but I'm not. You're not going to see me. I'm not a jokester. The life of the party. Hey, I'm here. You don't <laughs> see me. You know, I'm more like, hi, nice to meet you. And now I'm watching, just like mm-hmm. I, I'm observing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's a very and and I have to tell you something, Kimberly. I once um, was in L.A. and I listened to a man who was like the backstage person for all the movie stars in the fifties and sixties. And I said to him in the back of the room, I said, "Do they have anything in common?" And he said, "Yes, a lot of them are very shy. They're very oh, shy wow. in person." Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That is really interesting because you and I have met and and um, in person, and I have to agree with that. Um, you're very direct. You're really insightful, and it's, it's such wonderful to talk with you. And on radio, you are just so powerful. Okay, and um, so I, I have to agree with it. What you're saying, I, I never really thought about it, but also that now you help people, and and from this from this message and from this radio, this passion you have for radio you are you are now helping people get messages out other in other forms such yeah. as podcasts yeah. and coaching absolutely right yeah. right and i want to just add one more thing to that that which is, is really really interesting as a child i was a child prodigy singer and i never went on to become a singer and now look what i'm doing my voice <laughs> yeah isn't that's that interesting that's, that's, that's I, really I went, wow isn't that interesting <laughs> My voice is my profession. If I have a sore throat, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a singer. I'm in trouble. I'm going to gotta bring out all the echinacea and the tea and the honey. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Funny. But, yeah, but, I, but yes, in terms of radio, podcasting is the next step now. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people are doing podcasts. Radio will always be here. Mm-hmm. Radio is going to be here because people want to listen on radio. But podcasts, particularly for the younger generation and the older generation, too, are, they're listening because they can listen on demand. And you don't have, kind of like online radio, you don't have the FCC, which I have to deal with when I'm dealing with broadcast radio. Right. I have to have FCC regulations. There are certain times I have to have commercials. There are certain words I can't say. There are certain things I can't do. Whereas you don't see, you don't have that on, on the internet. My friend mm-hmm. calls it the wild, wild west. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Podcasts and internet>. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, now you're helping people with podcasts. I mean, what... Why, why are podcasts getting so popular and they're so powerful? And, and how are you helping people with that? Well, I think the reason that they're powerful is that there's an intimacy factor that you don't usually see on a radio show. So, for example, Kimberly, when I had you on my radio show, on my broadcast show, we very much talked about leadership. We talked about things that you do, very practical. Mm-hmm. But now 
on a podcast with you, you really share your personal stories. Radio, I found, is is more direct. This is more, there's almost more of a storytelling aspect to a podcast. You get the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to know, you know, what really happened. And radio is a little different for the most part. But Mm -hmm. I find podcasts, because you don't have, there's no rules. You can do an hour podcast. You can do 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And and, and you can say what you want. And people listen because they like that sort of backstory. It's like eavesdropping. It's it's almost like reality television. Mm -hmm. There's a reality. Reality television, except you know, again, they have they have to deal with regulations too. So I think it's the intimacy factor. I think it's the factor that you can listen anywhere, and I think it's actually as much as people push video, it almost has more power. Why? Because you can listen when you can't watch. You can listen mm-hmm. in the car when you can't watch. You can listen when you're walking on the beach when you can't watch. You can yep. listen in the shower when you can't watch. So you know, I think that it's or when you're going to sleep and you don't want to mm-hmm. watch. So I think I think there's um, there's a lot of power behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's and, yeah, it's growing, and and you've what I find really interesting. I mean, you've you've you're you're such an entrepreneur, and and you have now taken this aspect with your vision of of helping people turn problems into solutions. You're now helping people get their message out through podcasts. And you're actually helping them record podcasts. Right. I coach them. them. I coach them. Coaching. And when I. Right. And when I first started with Voice America in the beginning, I was coaching hosts. And now I'm coaching uh, people who are doing their own podcasts. And I basically coach you on, you know, how you're going to format this. What how are you going to make content king? How do you Mm -hmm. make that? Because you can have the best sound and the best technical quality. If you're boring, people will click you off. Mm -hmm. But you also have to have the great sound. So if you if you're great in what you're saying, but then again, people can't hear you, they'll click you off too. They won't listen. So it's very, very important that your content is strong and engaging and interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's what you help people do. And I know exactly. because you, you and I worked on a podcast together and um, and I wouldn't have known what to do if I hadn't had you coaching me because Thank even you. though I had all this stuff inside me, it was how do you organize it and how do you put it together in this time frame to get an impact? So I, it was a really, really great experience for me. And I'd encourage anybody who wants to do some podcasting to, to get a hold of Patricia. And with that, I'm going to give your contact data right now because we're going to take a small break. And for our listeners, we are talking with Patricia Raskin, the host of The Patricia Raskin Show. She's an author, columnist, speaker, and a catalyst, an advocate for positive change in personal and business settings. She also helps people, coaches them with podcasts. Um, From experience, I can tell you it's a really, really good experience to work with Patricia. So please reach out to her and you can reach out to her at patriciaraskin.com. And her email is patricia at patriciaraskin.com. She's on Facebook under Raskin Resources, on Twitter under Patricia underscore Raskin. And you can also find her on YouTube under Patricia Raskin. And you're listening to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America Business. I am your host, Kimberly Lewis. Please contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjoke All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjoke All at CIO Talk Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? 
Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America Business Channel one of the best series for learning about global leadership and business issues. And today we're talking about entrepreneurship and we're talking with a role model, someone who's a role model and her name is Patricia Raskin and she is the host of the Patricia Raskin show. And she's an author, columnist, speaker. She's a catalyst and advocate for positive change in both personal and business settings and a really great role model for entrepreneurship. Um, she has her own radio show, The Patricia Raskin Show. She has, she's been on television. She's written books. And we've been talking a little bit about you, how you got into the media business, Patricia. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we talked about your new business on podcasts. But that's, that's not the only thing you do. Um, you're mm-hmm. a, you're, you're a, a wide entrepreneur. And you've just taken your vision, which her, you said was helping people turn problems into solutions and you're doing something completely new now with that working with um blue cross blue shield in rhode island on on positive aging can can you talk to us a little bit about that program sure well it's interesting because one of the things that i really want to be is i want to be the poster child for positive aging and i say that not in a braggy way but I'm fortunate because I am an early baby boomer and I have a lot of energy and I don't talk about retirement and I just keep moving. And But that's not the norm. What we see in our society is people do not look at aging in a positive way. They look at, okay, you reach a point, you retire, then you go downhill. Or you're going to get sick. and Or you're just going to sit on the beach. And we don't think about you know turning 65 or 70 and, oh, a new relationship. Oh, a new business. Oh, a new career. Oh, a new country. Mm. I mean, we don't think about that in, in the same way. I mean, we think about you know, save your money and then you live on your retirement. And, and so what I want to do is help with that because this, again, is the wave of the future. I've always been ahead. And we are now living longer than we've ever lived. We're now all probably going to live till a lot of us will live till 90 or 100. We're going to see that. And we are also the fastest growing population the baby boomers, mm-hmm. you know, we really are. I mean, the millennials are close, but we're really, we have huge, huge numbers and we're growing exponentially constantly. I, ha- I don't have the stats in front of me, but thousands of people a day are turning 65. So, and I'm, I'm in that space and I'm saying, wait a minute, you know, here I am. So if I'm going to give a motivational talk now, I'm really gearing it toward people my age. Mm-hmm. And so what is so fabulous is in, in connecting with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island and now Age Friendly Rhode Island, and I'm talking to the health department and many other, many other companies and another national company, is how can I help people who are in my age group live a healthy, happy, positive life, turn problems into solutions and bring joy? So this program I'm doing with Blue Cross, which is so exciting, is I'm doing radio shows 
and seminars. I'm doing one of the seminars and I'm bringing in other speakers to do the other ones. And the subjects are healthy aging, which is my topic. We're doing one on brain health. We're doing one on caregiving. Um, let's see, finances, nutrition, and there's another one in there. But um, oh, and menopause. And so we're bringing in what we're doing, and I, I think it's really an interesting format. I'm interviewing a nationally known expert on the field by phone who's got a book the week before. And then mm -hmm. I say now, you know, if you want to hear more about this topic, come to our local seminars in the Blue Store because mm -hmm. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island has several stores. And so then we bring the members, and this is for their Medicare members, and we will then have all these people in the workshops. And the purpose is for, them, for, you know, for their members to be more engaged. They want their Medicare members to be happier and more engaged and really, you know, really have something beside the stores. And so we're doing these workshops. This is a pilot program. And then from this, hopefully, we'll continue. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing radio shows for a program called Age Friendly Rhode Island, which, again, is how do we age up? And it's, it's a grant. And then there, now the health department is doing programs on how we can have healthy communities. So I'm really taking this platform, and I'm spreading it. And now I'm interviewing all of these national people, and then I'm finding there are opportunities there with those people because they've written the books, and they want to spread the word. So mm -hmm. it's, I'm, in the, I'm, really in, I'm really doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, th this is really, I think this is really, really exciting. When I, when I got your newsletter and I saw you were doing this, um, I really got excited about it because um, I, I really see this. I mean, I, you know, I live in Europe and I see bus tours of, of Americans coming in, as you said, retired, maybe doing a little bit of traveling and, you know, 50% look interested and 50% look like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to find something to do to get, take the time away. So um, I, when, in these programs, are you dealing, you're dealing, you said about health, brain care. So you're dealing with physical issues concerning aging, but also with mental issues. How, how are you approaching the, the mental issues with, you know, you know, finding something interesting to do, keeping yourself busy? Are you talking to people about that? Yeah, we're talking about that in our brain health seminar. And then mm -hmm. I also just interviewed Dr. Daniel Amen, who I've had on Voice America and on my other show. And his book is called Memory Rescue. And he talks about how the neuroplasticity in the brain, we can always change the brain and that we have to do certain things. We, he, what he said is that when you're 85, at this point in time, 50% of people 85 and older get dementia. He said it doesn't have to be like that. And when I interviewed Dan Butner, who wrote the book Blue Zones, who went to the healthiest places on the planet, he said that there are countries he went to where they didn't have dementia, like 10%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, again, a lot of it is what we eat, our activity, our stress level, our hormones, the environment. There's like 11 factors that Dr. Amen talks about in his book that if we do, if we keep active, and it's not just crossword puzzles, it's learning something new. It's mm -hmm. stimulating the brain. It's all of these things, but it's not just one thing, Kimberly. It's mm -hmm. a lot of things. It's a combination of everything. Exactly. And, yeah. And how, how, did, how did this idea come up? Okay. I mean, I, I just think this is so brilliant and, and so needed. Um, is there any story behind this idea of positive aging or how you got involved with it? No, no, it's just me. I mean, I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I've always seen, it's like, I just see it coming and I do it. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, you're going to be, it, it's like, I'm somehow I've been given this assignment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like going, yeah, but, you know, did it have to be in an entrepreneurial format, you know, <laughs> you know? but, um, but yeah, and, and people's eyes light up when I say to them, well, here's what I say to people. I say, you know, here we are. And the thinking is we retire and then we go downhill. And then I say, yeah. who made that rule? Who made that rule? Mm -hmm. And, and, and because in other countries, it's not like that. You see that. I mean, you're in another country. Yeah. You see, yep. uh, and a lot of other countries, Kimberly, the elderly are revered, mm -hmm. revered, not pushed aside. No, absolutely not. Yep. Yep. Actually, they're, they're, they're really the center of the family. They, they, and, and you see a lot of second wave careers. And I think you're the perfect example. This, this is, you know, uh, another, you starting another uh, career. Okay? It's really the same. It really isn't, though. 
it's yeah. really, it's interesting you said, no, it isn't. Because, no. I mean, I'm still interviewing people. What I have now is so much, too many tools in my toolbox. Because mm-hmm. I've done this for so long that right. it's all snowballing now. I've got, I've got all the people. Now, how did I get these seminars together? I go to so many networking things over the years. I know all the right people in the field, mm-hmm. locally and nationally. My radio show, I've already got that in place. The seminars, I already know the people. And Blue Cross wanted me because they felt that because I, I have all this expertise and my name is known here, that it would help. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's almost as though I've been, I was talking about this yesterday with someone who works with me. And I said, it's almost as though I've been building, building, building the house, but it's mm-hmm. taken a long, long, and now it's full. And now it's like, oh yeah, I got it. Oh, it's over there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, you need that? Oh, it's over there. And I can, I can pull it because I've mm-hmm. got it now. Do you see mm-hmm. the difference? Right, right. Yeah, I do. So if you, with with that analogy, um, we, we have a lot of listeners and, and we're doing a, a leadership series um, on on women and we're talking about entrepreneurship with you. What, what with a, for our listeners out there, what would be the, some of the advice that you would have? I mean, you have all this experience and you've got this toolbox now. And um, if you were talking to somebody and they wanted to kind of build something like you're building, what would you be the advice you would give them? Uh, planning. I mean, there's, there's things you can plan and things that you can't plan, but planning and particularly, you know, planning financially and laying groundwork, laying groundwork and having a support system is just critical, particularly for someone like me who's always out of the box. So there's not always somebody in front of me. So mm-hmm. I'm creating. It's like being an artist. So you need a support system and you need a plan. You need to be practical too. You need to say, okay, you know, how is this going to play out? And how much do I charge? And how much will I get? And you need to look at everything. So planning, um, doing your passion, being very strategic, very strategic. I mean, I'm, I'm doing, I took this leadership class and we had, uh, there were strengths. And my strengths were being futuristic connectedness, strategic, maximizing. So those are the things that you really want to be strategic about it. And again, you know, like this, this is a pilot program, which is typical of me. So mm-hmm. we don't know what the results are yet. We're strategic about it. I mean, but, th- you know, when you're an entrepreneur, there are going to be unknowns mm-hmm. because you, you, it's not set. You don't go home with a weekly paycheck I mean, but even when you work in a company, you still have to perform. We know that. But I would say strategy, number one, support, number two, passion, number three, because passion will drive you. Planning. I mean, my five pieces of success, planning, Mm -hmm. having a purpose, having a plan, having passion, persistence, but not persistent where you're knocking on every door. You're strategic about your persistence and then patience. And that's mm-hmm. the hard one because you're planting seeds every single day mm-hmm. and prayer helps. I would say those would be the ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and mentor, mentors, mentors, find the right, find those successful people and model them. Mm-hmm. And that, and that uh, talking about mentors, that would be part of your support system. And is that, Absolutely. is that probably, I, so planning, um, having a passion, beginning with something that you like, because, because if you're not going to have the energy, right? If, if you don't have any kind of passion behind it and you're not really interested in something um, and planning and being strategic, but building that support system, that that's hard. How, do you have any tips on that? on how to go about doing that how about being how to go about being strategic no how to build a support system okay yeah yeah you know it's it's a very good question this is very good because this is something i haven't talked about yet and it's probably one of the most important things Mm -hmm. it's following your gut instinct you you need to spend time with yourself and build up your own system within yourself. You need to know what you want, what you believe in, what's important to you. Why is that important? Because when you are really strong and secure, Kimberly, in yourself, and you're very settled and you feel empowered, you will draw that in. When you don't and you're all over the place, as I've been in my life at times and you're here and there, 
you start drawing in things, but they may not be the right thing. And let me tell you, I've had those people in my life. I've had those business colleagues that I thought were really great, and they really weren't my friends, and they really weren't there for me. And I wouldn't pick them now because I'm in a stronger position. So Mm -hmm. have very strong, follow your gut, but spend time by yourself really honoring yourself and honoring your own goals. And many times we're not trained. I wasn't trained to honor myself. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I was trained. Let me tell you. Here's what I was trained. Keep your mouth shut. Don't <laughs> talk too much. Don't make waves. Find the right guy and get married. Be taken care of. Keep your career. But, you know, be empowered and stand up for what I believe in. Sorry, mm-hmm. that wasn't it. That was, I was a boomer. And I was brought up in a very traditional family where the man, where my father ruled the roost. And mm-hmm. my mother liked it because she was completely taken care of. Yeah. And let me tell you something. And let me say this to the listeners. There were times when I have said, my God, what was I thinking? All my mother had to do was raise her hand and say, Melvin. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you go, boy, well, I think yeah. I like that. Yeah. But, and that, but, the two, yeah. but that isn't who I am. And that isn't what makes an entrepreneur. And I, I think with that, Patricia, I think that's a great way to, to close. And just for our listeners, I think I think what you're saying is follow your gut, follow your principles and stand up for those principles. And when you put together the planning, the strategic part, finding your passion, right. then it right. can all come together and it can work. And I think you're a fantastic example, a Thank role you. model for all of us on how it can work. And I'm so happy that I was able to have you on the show today. And I hope... Hope to Thanks. see you sound soon, very soon. And Me for too. Come on over to the States. Come back I to know, Rhode Island I know. soon. <laughs> I know, and I will. I will. And for our listeners, we've been speaking with Thank Patricia you so Raskin. Much. Thank you so much for being on the show. And our listeners have been speaking with Patricia Raskin, the host of Patricia Raskin's show. She's an author, columnist, speaker, and a catalyst and advocate for positive change. And now also has a new program on... Um, positive aging, which she's doing in the state of Rhode Island. Now, please get in touch with Patricia. You can reach her at patriciaraskin.com or at patricia at patriciaraskin.com is her email. She's on Facebook under Raskin Resources, on Twitter under Patricia underscore Raskin, and she's also on YouTube. And and as we close out today, I think this was really, for me, this um, discussion that we had is so positive, and I can just feel the energy from you every time I talk to you, Patricia, and I hope our listeners do reach out to you, and for listeners, please also reach out to me. Uh, Leadership Beyond Borders is a program sponsored by Global Business Therapy and the Women's Leadership Academy 2020. Please get in touch with me for leadership training, systemic team coaching, motivational speaking, and executive coaching. If you'd like to be on our show, send me some information about yourself. You can write me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or visit my website at leadershipbeyondborders. And as I end each week, I usually end with Uh, leadership tip of the day or some kind of inspirational tip and I think my tip for today is that you have to have courage and we've listened to Patricia today a woman who has had a lot of courage has made her way and that's what I'd like you to think about between this week and next week when you tune again next week have courage and listen to us next week Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.